Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. My name's Dave. This is what we're going to be talking about today. Another amazing performance at Kenilworth Road as the Hatters go toe to toe with Manchester United. And sadly, we end the game pointless but proud. Uh, I'm not sad about being proud, by the way, just sad about being pointless. Mm. Uh, we'll talk about the game in more detail too. Uh, today, we're going to discuss and touch on the man in the middle from, the, from that game, David Coots, and his performance. I think it deserves a little bit of a chat. We have your three word reviews and much, much more. And with me as normal, we have Bataro and Steve. Good evening. Thanks for coming up, boys. Good evening, Dave. Good evening, gents. Yeah, before I start, I just want to touch on um, the video that was released by the club about Tom Lockyer today. Has anybody mm. seen it? Yeah, saw it lunchtime today, mate. Yeah, small it's, bit. It is a very emotional watch, isn't it? Hard work at times. You know, the fact that he was lying there thinking, I could be dying here. You know, all the thoughts that go through his head, you think, Jesus, you know, he, he must have been so scared. And, you know, he said, that, you know, the, the, the ground was absolutely silent. Yeah. And I yeah. think that probably thought, you know, it's one of the things that helps you think, you know, you think, crikey, I'm in trouble here. You know, yeah, quite harrowing. You couldn't imagine it, could you really? What, no. what a group of heroes, though. Eh? Everyone there to help him out. Everyone that helped him out, amazing. Uh, if you haven't seen the video, go online, uh, look it up um, and watch it. And then... Uh, You'll see what we're talking about. Mm. Uh, just an emotional thing. And it's glad to see him up and about. And it's glad to, like, he was on Sky at the weekend. And, you know, yeah. it's nice to see him at the stadium and, and still taking part with the club, which is fantastic. And let's hope his recovery is as good and as speedy as it can be. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Manchester United. We have this mm. habit of, at the moment, going toe-to-toe with, and I said this the other week, you know, we've played the big teams. We haven't had that big scalp. They were there for the taking, weren't they? They were, but uh, unfortunately, yeah. I think I think the biggest problem was the warm up when Elijah got injured. You yeah. know that is such a massive loss for us. That, that you know he sort of is epitomising everything that we're doing at the moment. That really fast, aggressive press. But then w- when we have got the ball, he's an absolute menace because he's using pace, he's using his strength, he's using his height. So to 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 lose him so early on. You know, obviously, you know, in the warm up, that that really was a yeah. bit of pill to swallow. Because, uh, no disrespect to Corley Woodrow, but he's not a star, is he, no. for us at the moment? No. And uh, he's not even really a, an out, out centre forward either, to be fair to him. But yeah, I know what you're saying. But yeah, it, there's there's just a difference in the uh, you know the, the the pace of the of the two players. You know, um, uh, Corley got sort of picked off a couple of times and, you know, was trying to do press and he, he really put a shift in, undoubtedly, mm. but he just hasn't got the, the speed to get to the press as well as Elijah can and stuff like that. So it, it was a massive um, problem for us, so close to kick-off. Yeah. Okay, before we sort of talk about the game in more detail, we've got your three-word reviews as usual. Uh, Megan said, we deserve something. Oliver was proud but frustrated. Greg, individual mistakes again. And Bobby, four minutes added, question mark, yeah. 
We'll talk about that later. Joe, ref was disgraceful. John, and I agree with John's, this, I'm taking this one. Bell recovered superbly. Uh, Justin, Harry, flipping styles. <laughs> you know, he should have been sitting with a Man U fan, shouldn't he? Dwayne, points, not plaudits. And Noah, we missed Eddie Bayo. Mm. Go for it. I'm going to take my good friend Dwayne's one there. I saw it at the time when he posted it, points, not plaudits. And yeah, I think that summed it up brilliantly. It's frustrating, isn't it, that we've played that well yet again against a top club. I mean, look, let's be honest. Everybody who disses Manchester United are a little bit silly. They haven't been performing, but look where they are in the table. To be fair, on the form table, though. They just hit, I was about to say, they just Mm. hit the form for us at the wrong time. Because they coincided with... Hoyland um, starting to hit the back of the net, didn't it? Eight, yeah. eight and seven, I believe, him, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, crazy. It's, crazy return. It's so disappointing to come away from a game that you feel we could have got something out of yet again. And that's another big club at the stadium where we haven't taken advantage mm. uh, of all the possession we had and all the shots we had, you know. And I think yeah. for us not to get anything, mm. it's becoming harder and harder now for us to see where we're going to get the points from. Especially at home as well. Yeah, at home. Home had to be our fortress. And although we've played so well and Mm. we've played, you know, we haven't got it. But we've still got some clubs to play there and we've Mm -hmm. still got some points to take there. I was going to say, there's still plenty of uh, points to play for. So I'm I'm not more concerned, you know, after uh, Sunday's game, you know, about us staying up. I I don't think an awful lot has, has changed in that. But I've been convinced all season that we are going to take one of the big scalps. But it's looking really, really difficult now because I think we've yeah. more or less played them all at home. Yeah, well, um, Wednesday, Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, very quickly on that Liverpool one, player for player, streets ahead, absolutely streets ahead. But they've got a lot of injuries. You know, might they have one eye on the Carabao Cup final on Sunday? You know, I'm not saying, oh, it's a good time to play them because they still could absolutely wallop us. And on paper, you would think so, but... I think they go for the league, Steve. Yeah. I think they'll be yeah. more interested in getting the points against yeah, us. But, yeah, I, I would totally agree with that. But if there can be a better, probably, yeah, a better mm-hmm. time to play them, then maybe it is now. Maybe that's the scout. Yeah, hopefully. I'm convinced that we are going to get it at some point. Well, I was hopeful that um, we'd have got it on, excuse me, on Sunday. Um Let's talk about Luton Town 1, Manchester United 2. Uh, we had three changes uh, from the Sheffield United game. Um, Mengi and Chong, and obviously it forced uh, Woodrow as well. Um, and do you know what? The atmosphere was buzzing. Everybody was really looking for it. And I, I, the, the ground sounded fantastic. Love the mm-hmm. montage um, of goals being scored, like the commentary that was played as, as they came out. Love that. Yeah, and they should do more of that, really. Yeah. You imagine that going on the big screen as well, Steve, if they could. Yeah. It would be amazing, wouldn't it? Um, and then within one minute, we got our head in our hands. <sighs> Bataro, explain that. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> I don't I don't know what Mario well, was thinking, firstly. What the hell was he doing? I mean, look, he's got to either play that back or just clear the ball, and then he's done neither. He's got stuck in two minds, I think. And, yeah, he's gone with his right, his right foot, I believe, he's gone with. And he's just, yeah, scuffed it straight to Hoyland, who then, yeah, bears down on goal. Bang, 1-0. Kaminsky, seconds Kaminsky well. didn't Painful. do much about that. The first thing no. I'm going to say was a bit of hoof ball there from Manchester United to get it mm-hmm. away. So yeah. we were, it was in our possession and we lost the possession, Stephen. Mm. It was just a hoof up the pitch. Yeah, it was. And it, it, it sort of uh, broke uh, kindly. I mean, it was just 
a um, a miss kick. That's all it was, but it just happened to have um, catastrophic consequences. I still, I still say it's inexcusable. Yeah, you, yeah, cannot, no, you no, cannot be doing that. No, no it is. It, it, you know. It, it is. It is a mistake. It is something that happened. You know. I mean. Mm-hmm. I, I mean. The only thing is, was he aware of someone being behind him? You know. That even if he'd have hit it uh, cleanly, he was going to be hit, hitting it back, sort of centrally. I would have thought whether he miskicked it or not. The safest thing would to have done at that point, when you don't know what's going on behind you, is put it out for a throw. Yeah, in. yeah. Just get rid. Of course, that's what I think. I'm thinking. Well, personally, well, from my point of view, I thought. Put it back onto Kaminsky's left foot, away from the goal, kind of thing. Yeah, if you're going to go with your right foot, you have to, and then just yeah. Yeah, but if if, if he's hit the ball cleanly, it makes that it make he, he achieves that goal, mate. It's, it's just the fact that. But he, Steve, that was a simple. That was a very very simple task that he had to do there. It's yeah. not a hard task to do that. I no, think you could have done that, and you've got dodgy knees, and yeah. No, no, no. No, the the ball was way up high, but no, oh, yeah, it might no, have hit your face. You know, <laughs> it it wasn't. He's made a bad decision. It's just, it was bad execution, mate. And so so early in the game, it's yeah. it's an absolute, yeah. for what of a better phrase, it's a ball breaker, isn't it? You know, they go 1-0 up and you just think, now we're up against it. Mm. Um, and, it, you know, Hoyland, he's he's just come into form as well. He's, he's scoring goals for fun at the moment. So mm-hmm. it's the worst start we could have made. Yeah. Um, and then you think, well, just settle in. We'll keep some possession. I, and I've got to be fair to Manchester United. At times, they were firing that ball around real yeah, quick yeah, and moving they, it really quick. They looked quick. dangerous as well in the final third. They really did. They were miles better than the team that we saw at Old Trafford earlier yeah, on yeah. in the season. A totally different um, proposition. But they were pinging the ball around. And then six minutes later, um, I'm going to ask both of you, did he mean to put that in or was he... No, of course he didn't. Because on match of a day, they think... Yeah, he, full they, of shite, in they? I'm yeah. sorry. There's no way he meant that. If you, if you look at it, it just looks like it out of the way. It's a reaction. Like, there's no way that he's controlled that in the back of the net. Because if he does that, then... I'm sorry, but that's probably goal of like, the century, isn't it? Mm. If he means that. I'm going to say there's a 4 or 5% chance that he tried it, but <laughs> but the, the the vast majority of me says no. I mean, no. at the end of the day, you know, it, it was a dirty, horrible slice. Well, you see, see, yeah, there's yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> another miss kick. Okay, our miss kick goes straight to them for a goal. Uh, Garnacho slices one like I would as if it was a bloody golf ball, and it goes straight onto someone's chest who's you know in a rich vein form, and it and it goes in. So you know, there, there's a, there's your typical. You've got it. Unlucky. Yeah, because we didn't have much luck to start with there at all. But mm. actually then we started to grow into the game in my mm. view. Um, yeah, it is. Colton Morris was getting absolutely <sighs> killed by... Um, they were like, he should have been sent off. Casemiro. Thank yeah, you. I couldn't yeah. remember his name there. He was being taken out. He's being bullied by him at times. But He's, he's spent his whole career doing that though. Yeah. But Morris is a good egg and he stands up to that. He d- he's not... You know, he's, it, it, the guy should have been booked twice really quickly. I know he got booked in the end after the fourth tackle. I get that. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, so when we started rallying, we started making chances. I suddenly believed actually, you know, this is how we should have started. Oh, yeah. I mean, after that, after the second goal went in, we pretty much had control of the rest of the first half, apart from the, the odd incident, I would say. We, we were the ones that were yeah. looking to probe and press. It's, you know, maybe it's, they didn't have the desperate urgency because they were two up. They they could be more cautious, but it was it was ourselves that was looking to force the play. I was about to ask you that, Patari. Is it because that 
they were two nil up and they they sort of backed off. Or did we actually improve? Oh, we must we have improved. I think I think you got to look at it. you think as soon as you go two down two nil down, you have to have an instant response because you can't sit there then and be passive for the next however many minutes. You know what I'm saying like the next thirty minutes, but. No, look, I'm sure Man United sat there and thought, oh, we're comfortable now. It <coughs> can't really hurt us. But we kind of, we did hurt them in a way without really scoring goals. Mm. Score one, but irrelevant in the end. But no, look, I don't know if it was Rob Edwards, like his tactics changed or what. I don't know if it's high pressing up the field. I'm not too sure. But there was much more urgency. There was more one-two touch passing. There was no pissing about with the ball, excuse my language. You know what I'm saying? One of them ones, it was just like, let's go for it now. We need to get a goal. I th- I and think, it was like that. I think it just shows that the mental strength of our players, yeah. though. I mean, because you can look at Thank several, several examples, you know, unfortunately for them, Sheffield United and Burnley to a lesser extent. Mm-hmm. In that position, they'd have gone on to get a wallop in and invariably yes, Sheffield yeah. United had. I didn't think for a, se- for a second... That's the way it was going to be, you know. They are really, you know, they're 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 professional. They're really hard working, and yeah, I just think other teams would have gone on to have got wallop there. I'll be honest, right? I was very surprised how quick the change, the turnaround was of the momentum, the shift in like the balance of play. Obviously, after going sooner down, I was quite surprised because in the back of my head, I'll be honest, I'm going to say it. I was thinking, Christ, we're going to get absolutely slammed here, four mm. or five, six nil, mm. and I genuinely thought that because. We took so many risks at the back, which I don't always like. I understand it. I understand you've got to play from the back, but sometimes just please get the ball upfield because it's ridiculous. Well, also, you know, when you're two down after seven minutes, mm. you know, look at look what happened when we played uh, Brighton and stuff like that. You you know that you're going to get a chance. If you don't take it, they'll get another one and they'll take it. But you know what? We did take our, a, a really good chance, Carlton Morris. I, I mm-hmm. would say that's a proper yeah. striker's goal. Yeah, oh... <laughs> Bravery that in, in yes, abundance yeah. that, that, that we know he's got, though. But um, no, uh, Chong, who really tries every moment he's on that pitch, he really tries. He's very direct. He tries to make things happen. You know, he turned, shot, got deflected. Yeah. A little bit lucky. But it it fell thing. over. Um, and yeah, and Morris put his head in there yeah, where yeah. other people wouldn't have. Obviously, going back to Chong as well, right? This is the thing. I, I think you, you sometimes are screaming out for someone like him. Someone who will get hold of the ball, he'll run at people. And he, I think, like, maybe not a point to prove, obviously, he used to be at Man United, but I think he wanted to obviously show people that, you know, look, I can. I, I, think, he, I think he feels that he's got a point to prove um, with, he, yeah. with, with, with Luton. So, you know, apparently he has been well, frustrated yeah, at lack yeah, of game yeah. time. So, but, you know, he's always looked to create things and, and do stuff. So, oh, but well, no, fair play to him. But this, this is the thing, right? Can I just obviously just touch on something? How many times do we get the ball in and around the area and we don't shoot the ball? Mm. Um, I understand. I get why we don't do it, but you know, when Chong gets the ball, like I said, he, he took a shot, got deflected. Mm. We scored a goal from it. Sometimes I feel like we need to do that more so because. Well, there was a couple of chances. Frustrating. There was a couple of chances in the first half where uh, Alfie Doughty mm. just pulled it, what, just a little bit too much. Yeah, his, his right foot. Yeah, wasn't it? Ross Barkley's looking for the opening to to ping it in, and and, and it's frustrating, but mm. it's encouraging that. We are getting those opportunities. I think we had 22 shots of the whole game. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very similar, wasn't it? Yeah, four, four on target, though. That's not our normal uh, yeah. return, is it? But you're saying about how we grew into the game. It's moments like Ogbeni when he put the ball past Shaw and just ran at him. Is that when Shaw took him out? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but it's things like that. That 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 show of aggression and we're gonna go at you. Yeah, yeah. That's what gets, gets the crowd going, yeah. and and no defender likes a, an attacker that just goes straight at them. 
No, you know because, they, they yeah. don't like it because it's, it's very rare. It happens these days as well because most people just play a one-two or a little mm. tippy toe football. There's no, there's not, not really any players in the Premier League. I'd say as directors, Chio. Mm. I, 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 I wanted in the second half. I wanted Ogbené to do that more. I wanted him to go on the outside and get crosses over. There was yeah. there was quite a few occasions where he sort of he was going for it. But then he just double backed and played it. I want him to have that final little bit of belief that he can rip past people. But Steve, is that not because obviously in the second half, Man United was sitting quite deep though as well? No, no, there were. You know, I know we sort of drew comparisons with the Sheffield United game where they really sat back mm-hmm. deep, so there wasn't any space. I, I felt that there was some space uh, on this one, but I say. I think he's maybe ninety five percent confident yeah, yeah. of his pace. I, I want of that course. extra five five percent from him. Um, when you look at the game in the first half, um, I was astounded how soon Manchester United started wasting time. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, Welcome to the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, it was just diabolical. Uh, Rashford. Scumbag. Yeah. You know, what, 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 what is the matter with him? And, you know, we'll come on to the, the, the referee, but he should have been booked. You know, he got a little tap on, yeah, yeah, on his yeah. back or the back of his head goes down shot, nothing yeah. wrong with him at all and then he immediately he, he fat, sort of he, yeah. he lunges that should have been a booking yeah so you know but I was just surprised that you know I, that, that they're a decent team you can't deny oh, that they're a yeah. decent mm-hmm. team and you know if you support Manchester United good luck to you but they are a decent team but to use those sort of tactics does that say that they worried about us Batari oh, I, would, I would suggest so yeah of course, I mean, if, if you're time-wasting or trying to kill the game, I think that just proves that we were we had the swing of the game. We had the momentum there. So mm. I think most, I think we've seen a lot of teams do it this season. Bigger teams, I think, he, uh, who was it last team? Who's Arsenal? Uh, is, it, is it Martinelli? Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, he's mad for it. Yeah, Martinelli was doing it. Jesus started doing uh, it. And I think Chelsea, it's funny. Chelsea, is it Jackson? Second half, they started doing it, didn't they? Yes, yeah. yeah. And this is the thing, right? These so-called best players in the world and whatever else. I'm not saying they're not, but come on. If you're that good, do you have to go and tie and waste and cheat? And I do find that infuriating. I, I, really str- I really struggle it to proves accept to, Yeah, because it proves to me that, yeah, you might be a good player and whatever else, but you've also got the mentality of a fish. <laughs> like, seriously, what, what's that about? It's ridiculous. Why are you going to go around diving all over the gap because you can't get your own... Oh, what, because the referee's not blowing his whistle in your favour of you because you've gone down a hole in your face? Because I think they're so used to it now. And the referees, are so, well, they used to be so more, well, much more lenient, should I say. Well, well, they, no, well they changed that rule for this, this season, is it, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, like I said, if you're, if you're, if you're going right. down holding your face and you haven't been hit, it's pathetic, you know, you're yeah. trying to get someone sent off, aren't you? Yeah. And, and it's just gone too far. Um, I just need to mention a couple of things. Uh, Kaminsky, I thought, you know what? He did some brilliant saves like yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Some brilliant saves. A couple last gasp saves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of the best keepers in the league. I'm just going to say it there. He is. Yeah, he, he made some fantastic saves and when uh, Fernandes got, got round him, yeah. that that block uh, clearance from uh, Laconga. Amazing. Oh, running back. That I mean, yeah. that, that was sensational. That was one of the best bits of defending I've seen for yeah, a season. Yeah. And and we, he was man of the match yesterday, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked about um, Amari Bell's mistake. Mm. But, to be fair, but he did actually step well. up. Didn't yeah. he? I mean, everyone makes mistakes in yeah. in their jobs, in their lives, or whatever else. And you know, he's made it. He knows he he had a right howler, but off the back of that, mentality. I think he had a really good game. Mentality as well, like that's what I was saying. Like the confidence that he was showing, he was like, you know, he was he was taking on plays from you know as, as the last man technically, mm. and he was playing out from the back, and he was going, he was driven past one, two players, turning, rotating, and I thought it's very easy for players who make a mistake that early on. So they're going, 
to then go and crumble. And we, we, we've seen it, Batara. Yeah. We've seen plenty of yeah. occasions where someone's had an absolute stink at the first 10 mm-hmm. and they've not been able to recover for yeah. it. So, yeah. so again, uh, that's that mental strength that I was talking about earlier. He's obviously got it in abundance. Yeah, and to be fair, I think by the way he speaks and the way he interviews as well, I think you can tell he's a strong-minded character as well. He's got he's a confident guy. Mm. So, but yeah. It'd, be, it'd have been him. gutted. You know, it was just a, a miss kick. It's not like he meant it, obviously. I was going to say, no. it was obviously yeah. just crap consequences. But I just want to say that, you know, it's apparent from the rest of his game, he yeah. was pretty on it. I yeah. think all the players were pretty on it, to be fair. Mm-hmm. They, they all put in a real big effort. Um, and you're just hoping for that chance. You're hoping for that chance. And, you know, then a couple from, I think Manchester United catches on the break a bit. Yeah. And get the ball. Because mm-hmm. we're pushing forward. And again, when you watch the highlights on the BBC of all places, it just looks like Manchester United really control at points. And I don't think that gave us a fair uh, reflection on how the game was. That's what makes me laugh. You hit, obviously, you see the, the highlights and they say, oh, you know, showing mostly Man United highlights. And then all of a sudden, you hear the commentary like, oh, you know, Luton getting it a really good shot here. They could possibly like, find themselves unlucky. I'm thinking, you've just showed all the highlights of Man United and you're saying that. And it's yeah. a bit confusing to people who probably haven't seen the game like fully over. But, you know. I mean, nice. I said to my mate, Keith, I said, like, I think it's about 79, 80, something like that. I said, we starting to look a little bit leggy, quite understandably, because yeah. yes. we work so hard to try and get back from from two 0 down, you know, as well as having to sort of, you know, play almost an, an open game to try and force the issue and then getting back mm-hmm. to defend. I mean, they worked so hard. I'd love to know sort of the amount of um, running all the players done because it must have been one of the games where it was really really, really high. high in that. Yeah. But yeah, you know, you can't ask more for them really. And. You just hope with that one last chance towards the end, and we yeah. get the corner. It was a corner, wasn't it? Mm. And yeah. uh, Barkley, I think, was it? Barkley, uh, unbelievably unlucky. You know, where's our luck going? It's not coming. Uh, it's the top of the bar. He'd beat what the technique though, as well? On that beating header. the keeper. Great technique. Good, good corners from Berry when he came on. Yeah, yeah. fizzed him, in, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know, you just knew that at that point. Um, you're waiting for the board when he was waiting for the board to go up and, it, and, it, and he goes up with four minutes in disbelief of only four minutes and we, we don't have enough time to... I think if gone on for another four or five, we might have got another chance. I think Rob Edwards touched that, didn't he, in his interview. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> go back to last season. Oh, sorry. And uh, yeah, he basically said, that, you know, may not win in, you know, four minutes. Go back to last season, one of them ones, because it's true, but you know. Well, it was. If you think about how many yeah. extra minutes we had on against Liverpool... Mm-hmm. When they were losing. Yeah, and uh, Newcastle away. But yeah. in the second half, there was three occasions of substitutions being made. One mm-hmm. of them was ourselves, and we'd done a double substitution. So you've got to think, there, there's two minutes there, at, yeah. at least. We've already touched on the time-wasting. Oh, Nana, by the way, as well, the goalkeeper. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, he was time-wasting like anything, wasn't he? Every single kick I'm finding this guy like taking the, the, thing, the biscuit but, out But, the, but yeah. the ball is live. There's nothing, you, you know, goal kicks and stuff yeah. like that. They were making out they were arguing or sort of discussing the goal kicks. Yeah, in there. But, but when he's waiting to do a kick out, the ball is live. So there's not a lot you can do about that. But Well, you can book him. Well, he's, Coots isn't going to, is he? No. No, he ain't going to do nothing, you know, but, but we'll get on to the referee in, in a minute anyway. But, you know, as I say... For an early point in the game, he was constantly saying, come on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. He didn't, again, he didn't do a damn thing yeah, about yeah, it. it. But, you know, and he, again, he's given it all the sort of holding his um, yeah. sort of but arm up doing in the nothing air. About no, it. Yeah. And four minutes, nonsense. But That's we'll, for the television. Yeah, we'll, we'll get on well, to no, that. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about him right now. Um, we can come back to the other points. I mean, I thought, you know, Premier League managers uh, will, will probably say, it, it evens itself up. But I thought his performance was a bit poor. I thought 
There yeah. was decisions he was frightened to make. Is that because he's on live television? Uh, and he's, and don't forget, he's got VAR at the back of his head as well, going, oh, oh. you need to look at this, you yeah, need to this, Going back onto mentality again then, if that's the, if that's the mentality of a referee, then you should be refereeing it. You should be at home sitting there watching the game with your cup of tea or your, cup, or your bottle of beer or whatever and just don't get involved because if you can't make a decision because you, you haven't got the mentality for it, then just don't turn up. Yeah, because VAR is there in the background to support the ref, not, oh, I'll leave it. You know, the, the referee can't say, I'll leave it to VAR because yeah. VAR invariably says, I will Picks back up. what the ref yeah. says. So he's got to make the decision and then fall on his sword if it's right or wrong. However, David Coates, you know, not corrupt, not cheap. He is weak. Yes, yeah. And he is incompetent. You know, and, and, and through that game, there were several occasions that he missed blatantly obvious decisions that he should have got. But, you know, maybe it is a big club thing with the four minutes or what have you. I don't know. But he is weak. Uh, Casemiro. I'm just going to say he, this. He, he blew for the free kick. He pointed. He put his yes, hand to yes. his pocket. Yeah. He saw who it was and then he took his hand away. He shit out of it. I, um, I saw that as well. That's what I was yeah. about to say as well. He literally put his hand to his pocket. I swear to God. Everyone in the Kenny would have seen that. He put his hand to his pocket, saw who it was, and then just m- moved it away. Because Casemiro knew as well. Look at Casemiro's face. He was like... Yeah, that is knew, weak and that is incompetent and he should be pulled up for that. On uh, the Sky... Find. On the Sky review of that, um, who do they have on? Is it Gallagher? Yeah. Uh, Gallagher, was it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's saying yeah, it wasn't a send-off offence. Well, he's wrong. Fair enough. <laughs> you know, he's wrong. If that's the case, why did half the defenders get taken off really early then? You know, they're under the cosh, but they, they, they took him off, they took Maguire um, off, sure. and yeah. they took Shaw off. Why? Were they all injured or, or all not capable? No, it's because Ten Hag knew damn well that they should be or were going to be sent off if the game carried on like that. Casemiro, um, second tackle... Not what the one on Barkley, yeah. Moments after he got touch, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, moments after, after he got booked, yeah, yeah. Um, he should have had the balls there. I agree with you, he should have had the balls sent off, should have done, but he obviously didn't. So, obviously, he still can't find them. But you know, it's just, no, it's, it's, it's weak. outrageous. It's, it, that, yeah, he's, it he's, just, he's a weak person, he hasn't got the balls to make the decision. Honestly, he should be dropped just from that game. Mm. People might laugh and go, oh, Come on, mate, you've been a bit extra. I know a lot of people will say that, but I'm sure Luton fans will be sitting there thinking. This guy, sorry, if this guy referees us again this season, he won't be getting a warm welcome. Well, it, well, if he officiates the game properly, then Man U are down to 10 men. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, undoubtedly. And to be fair, they're in another few more bookings as well, mm-hmm. realistically, which then all puts them into like a situation of, oh, shite, do we do, we do this or do we... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It makes them think then, which then upsets their game, but... Like you say, like Steve, that is it's perfect. He was weak. He was very weak. It's pathetic, really. Yeah. Is, is he the worst referee we've had down here this season? <laughs> he's definitely on, yeah. on, on. He's definitely on a par. Yeah. There's been a few shockers, isn't there? But he's yeah, he's one that's standing going to stand out for a long time. I think. I know we're all a bit biased, but I, I try not to be on no. situations like that, though, Dave. No, I'm just going to ask the question out there: Do we get? Stupid bookings because we're Luton Town. You I think know, it's rather easy rather than Manchester United, Liverpool. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think it is easy for that to happen, and um, I think it, sometime in, in the last month or so, um, Bournemouth fans and Forest fans said, "You know, welcome to the Premier League." You know, we were that small new team. Um, you know, recently, and they were they were getting the brunt of it. So yeah, there there absolutely is I that. I do play. feel like the bigger teams get a lot more respect. And a bit more of a welcoming as well when they turn up because it just I, I don't understand it I just think 
why is like, why are sorry the smaller clubs, smaller teams, or so called smaller teams? Mm-hmm. Why are we getting on average four or five? Because I know you play with aggressive style of football. I get that, but it's just because you make like a split second late tackle doesn't mean it's warranted a booking. But some of the tackles I've seen this season, I think well, that wasn't a yellow card. No, no. Then you see like you know United, your Liverpool's, your Man City's, or whoever else they, they do it. Was it oh, was it Wood- Woodrow got yourself, like you got a free kick? That's it's almost like what it is. Yeah, was it Woodrow that got booked really quite yes, quickly? Yeah, you know. And and that was right in the, in the middle of all this a bit nonsense. Yeah. Soft, soft. yeah, is it time to take the, the the timing of the game away from a referee as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What do you mean, sorry? So have an independent timekeeper, like they do in rugby. Yeah, you know, rugby. The yeah, referee yeah. just yeah. has to ref the game. Yeah, you, you got that. I mean, or you know, th- there's the American football Doesn't style of timekeeping because. I think on average, I think it's um, a 90 minute game. The ball will be live. Is it sort of, 58, 60 minutes? Yeah, it's out. about 60 to 65, something like that. So why not just say, right, it's a 30 minute half, but the ball, the clock stops every yeah. single time the ball goes out. Why not? That's one less thing for the ref to worry about. Also, the fourth official, don't they have to, don't they also get involved as well with timekeeping as well? They suggest to the referee, do they not? I'm, I'm not aware no of idea. that. Not aware of that. I've not, I've not heard that, mate. Because I'm sure, uh, maybe uh, maybe it's not true, but I don't know. I'm, I might have heard that somewhere. I don't know if it's true or not. But yeah, if someone knows that, then let us know. But yeah. I'll be surprised. I can't see how the fourth official can know when the ref sort of stopped and started his watching that. I'd be oh. I'd be surprised but with then that. Uh, yeah, but obviously I know they have they have obviously watches as well, don't they? Because obviously I've done four, um, four fishing before. Right. Fishing and you've had to, and I've had like a watch and they say, oh yeah, keep an eye on roughly what times. And yeah, yeah, and yeah. With, with Mickey Mouse hands. <laughs> Go, go around the five. Yeah, and then they six. realized I could actually tell the time. <laughs> yeah. Get this guy out of here. <laughs> I was going to just say that, um, you know, we could talk about referees all day, but we asked you guys is David Coote the worst referee we've had this season? And why is there no consistency in the decisions of referees? Elaine says he's absolutely up there. Uh, I was naively hoping that the Premiership officials would be not just a better standard, but not so blatantly biased. Mm. The lack of consistency winds the fans up when the similar foul is not dealt with in the same way. Yeah. I think that's a fair comment. Yeah, yeah. Had to do the worst performance by far. Too many areas to list them all. Phil says, yes, and possibly one of the worst of all time. My goodness, we're all thinking the same, aren't we? So inconsistent, hugely reluctant to book any United players. Should have sent off Maguire and Casemiro repeatedly allowed them to time waste and apparently warning their goalkeeper seven yeah. times yeah. and in light yeah. of all that only added four minutes onto each half mm. I mean there you go we've had ten minutes we've had nine minutes we've had eight yeah. it's crazy Joe I could feel Morris's frustration with the ref bloody proud of the performance regardless of the referee Andrew said didn't think he was too bad in some ways but totally bottled the big decisions and his attitude to their time wasting was a disgrace and when you talk about a top team having to time waste at Little Luton's Kenilworth Road Mm. and then someone says oh Luton were plucky I'm going to say no yeah but and also sorry Dave you got the knobhead manager as well also saying that you know basically it was all all about them the way they control blah 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 saying that they kept us in the game. Not that we kept ourselves in the game by playing well. Mm. Oh, you know, we gifted it was his well. Yeah. Oh, we gifted them. We, you know, we should have been four, five, six up. And I'm thinking, mate, shut yeah. up. I mean, T- Ten Hag gave um, a man you biased um, a- opinion. Really. You know, he's, he's probably trying to save his own ass anyway. So, yeah. you know, he's not going to go around giving anyone else credit. Uh, Chris says, I'm not one for having to go at rest because these things even themselves out. But Casemiro should have been sent off on Sunday. And if it had been any the other way around, I think it would have been. Uh, I think refs gets his card out, which you mentioned, Steve. Yeah. I know it wasn't a VAR 
VARable thing, if you can call it a VARable thing, uh, but surely that's what it should be used for, so the right decisions are made. I mean, you can't say anything fairer than mm. that, can you? No. Mm. And finally, Andy says, Coot was abysmal, missed so much, including the Casemiro second yellow. There is no consistency. The referees are highly reliant on VAR, and I think they've lost the ability to actually referee and manage a match. Yeah, mm. we all agree with that, I think, yeah. I that's think true. when you analyse um, how we've done and how the referees... I mean, let's be honest, they are a big part of a huge machine that makes money and they can't be seen to be upset in the Apple cart, I think. Yeah, no, there's an <coughs> argument for that, Dave, yeah. They get paid a lot, but they don't get paid as much as the players. No. Uh, maybe if they got paid a bit more, they might they <laughs> well, might do a bit differently. Who knows? Well, you say you pay them a bit more and they do a shit job anyway, so what's the point? You might as well just like, yeah, just get rid of them. It like would I be said, useful. Just get, just get robots in football, like that's what I said before. You know, we keep saying what's that, the point? Well, you keep saying they should be... Um, responsible they should come out and explain their actions i don't care if they do that but it'd be useful to see because there's always someone looking at them aren't there? and there's always someone reporting i'd love to see some of their match reports yeah. the thing is right yeah. we, we know as human beings right we make errors we make mistakes but the fact they haven't got the bollocks to come out and say it it's just outrageous like you can't even get an explanation these days without having to like offend someone do you know what i mean it's oh, come on what's yeah. going on yeah and and well let's not talk about bar anymore because it does my head in um i think we all agree in that Coots was probably one of the worst referees we've seen this season, yeah. and I'm probably going to say we'll see some more at some point. And <laughs> I hope not. But, but that, it, you but know, bad anyway. had you given us a last-minute two penalties, he'd have been the best referee we've seen all season. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's, it's, it's not sour grapes. I just feel that you can look at a referee, you say, you can try and be unbiased about them, they keep the, the game flowing, mm-hmm. then, you know, you know the, the best referee is the one you don't notice. Yep. And we've had a couple down. That have been brilliant. Mm-hmm. And we've always like credited the referees and said, "Look, they had a good, good game, or whatever else." Do you know what it is? Like we say, they make mistakes, but when you're continuously going back on decisions, like you say, like me and Steve, we we saw it. He went for his pocket, and you're doing things like that, and you yeah. and you pull out because you see, oh, I'm gonna make you think it's Casemiro. Oh, I better not send him off. Yeah, might cause a stir on Sky Sports News. You know mm. what is going on. Do you, do you genuinely believe he thinks that though? Do you do they really worry about being no, seen? The, no, oh, he, no, no. This is the where he's weak as a person because he knew he was going to have to send him off, and it was oh, it's a man new player, you know, and th- that is I'm sure without him realizing it, that is what stopped him from doing it. Unconscious bias, maybe. Yeah, there, there is no way no. at all if that was a Luton player that had done that, it'd have been wallop. That card had been out. Mm-hmm. Off you go, son. No, no doubt, doubt about it. But, you know, maybe it leaving itself up uh, Wednesday at Anfield. Well, let's, hope, let's, yeah. hope, let's hope so. Uh, well, they go down to nine men. Um, if you're coming to Anfield and you're listening to this, uh, you, you know, just leave us some comments when you get a minute. I, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to going. Yeah. Um, do you know what? Here's a, here's a bit of a few facts uh, from Google and Opta. Luton have lost the last 10 league games against Manchester United, with the exception of a 1 1 draw back in 1992. So they could have they lost the last ten league games. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. So yeah, so I said, I'm, was uh, that the season that Manchester United were on a a, a record breaking run and they, if they beat us, they'd have broken the record and, and we we drew with them. Paul Elliott. I generally can't remember. It wasn't Mick Arthur, was it? No, I thought it might have been Paul Elliott. I think. All right, I'll let you look that up. Hang and on then a minute. I, know, I saw something yesterday on Sky Sports. About Mickey Arthur scoring against Man United, a deflec- deflection off the bar. No, uh, off the bar uh, and uh, back in. Uh, yeah, that that was uh, Steve Foster drilled a, a free kick which hit the bar. Uh, Gary no, Bailey, no, Gary no, Bailey, no, no. the keeper missed it. No, the one I saw was it, David Priest. 
Yeah, right. lofted it yeah, in. David Priest one, yeah. We're, we're looking Priest up. lofted we're, it in. I'm okay. pretty sure half is off the bar and he headed it back in. And, and do you know what? I think. Do you know? Don't quote me on that. If I'm correct here, oh, I've got this one. Um, <laughs> I've, I've seen that game several, several times. One that I'm talking about oh, where, okay, yeah. yeah, Steve Foster drills a free kick. It hits the bar, goes way up into the air. Gary mm. Bailey, two defenders, and Mick Harford all go for it. Mick Harford glances it in. And uh, Bailey and the uh, two Manu players are, are on the f- on the floor. Wow! Um, do you know what the, the, the galling thing as well? Nine of our last fourteen home defeats this season, or nine of our fourteen defeats this season, have been by a one goal margin. Mm. Um, and when you look at the likes of Sheffield United and Burnley getting battered five, six, seven, eights, and you're thinking we were the underdogs of the three coming up, we've not had a bad performance, in, have we? Oh, we're doing well. No, did really well. Back to what uh, Dwayne said, though, you know, the, the plaudits thing at the yeah. start of the season was nice. I don't give a stuff now. I just want to get the points that we, that I feel that we deserve. Um, I also want to just address the elephant in the room here because we should have said it at the beginning. But, um, Laz, did you see producer Jacob's video of you two discussing the last oh, time? Do, do you know what? At times, I can be an absolute knobhead. Which means at times, most of the time. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because on a technicality, you're right. But yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the Arsenal one. There were so many games, maybe. But you know, literally, we the fact that we was at Newcastle. Yeah, when that was brought to my attention, I thought, oh, Steve, you're an absolute pleb. Yeah, it oh, made me. To, yeah. It made me laugh. We're both so much. as bad as yeah. each other. Don't hey, worry. A big up to apologies for that, Rob. By yeah, way. big up to producer Jacob for clipping that and putting it out. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he even kept me out of the conversation, which I think is even it's better. A good job we don't take each other seriously. Isn't it? Yeah, Christ um, Almighty, you imagine we did. I'm hopeful that on Wednesday we put in a good performance at, up mm-hmm. at Anfield. Um, you know, we're travelling up, so hopefully, you know, it's sold out. We'll, we'll give the team a good back in. And yep. just another thing I want to address before we finish as well. I just love the fact that we're so in with this team at the moment and we're playing so well that even after defeat, no one left that stadium and they just wanted to applaud them off. And I think other clubs find that a bit weird. Yeah, they, yeah. Mm. I've, I heard um, today someone saying, you know, what are they all still doing there? You know, I'm sorry, if they can't see the good that that is doing for the players and the coaches, you know, that is why we are where we are, because, you know, financially we can't compete, blah, 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 blah. But we're all pulling in the right direction, all going in the same direction. And that is why, Mm -hmm. you know, the sum of the parts has got us to where we are. I think the whole situation with Luton Town and and supporting It's unique, isn't it? It's beautiful. And other clubs may say they've got it, but I don't see it. I don't see it, you know. You, you just got, got in abundance, that's the thing. Well, you they just got to look at even the Manchester City-Chelsea game the other day, there was empty seats towards the end. Mm. You know, they're not bothered about seeing the end. No. They're more bothered to get out and wait for the coaches to come out. Mm. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Lots of tourism. But at Luton, it's so hard to get in there now. Yeah. I know 11,000 something. Yeah. It's so hard to get in. Once you're in there, you want to stay in there and, and, mm. and trim on. And it, it, was, it was good to see the, the safe uh, standing in, in, in the oak. Yeah. You know, because it was just like a, a one big block of fans. It, it's Lovely, isn't it? More yeah, like, yeah, bit, more, bit more old school. It looked great. It yeah, really did. It was did. fantastic. Um, I'm glad you said safe, safe standing there. I thought you were about to say something else. No. Got yeah, say, go. I've, got, I've got to say hello. Have you going for to it? our growing um, Los Angeles uh, listeners? So, Brilliant. you know, uh, Eric is a new listener to us. Uh, so, really pleased that he's on board. I might even be seeing him later on in the year. So, yeah, it's it's really great that people across the pond are listening to us. So. Keep, keep going. Lovely, lovely. Thank so you. listen, if you're going up to Liverpool Safe Journey and uh, if you see us up there, come say hi. Buy us a pint. 
I'm not drinking. Buy me a pint. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, don't even say please, will you? Christ almighty, mate. Come on. Um, yeah, safe journey up if you're going up on your own or if you're going on a coach, I'll see you up there. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening as always. If you've got any comments to make or you've got any suggestions, you can contact us through all, all our social media and also hit the like button on YouTube if you haven't already because that's really helpful for us. And leave some comments below. We'll be back possibly after the Liverpool game mm -hmm. uh, and definitely before the Manchester City game. Lovely. Speak to you soon. Good eye. Thank See you. you guys.